You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Episode number 95. Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now, your hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. If it's your first time checking out the show and listening, welcome. We are glad to have you today. And if you're a returning listener, perhaps a member of the Super Secret Podcast Group, well, we're glad you're here as well. If you enjoy the show, make sure you subscribe to it so you can get it each and every time it comes out, whether that is through iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcast player. That way you don't miss anything. You're always in the loop. Yeah? Yep. Hey, Jody is a youth pastor in California. I'm a youth pastor in Georgia. We love doing youth ministry. We are youth pastors full-time been doing this a little while, but we also love investing in other youth pastors, helping them to experience longevity, both in their current role, but also potentially long-term as a career. So we like to like to help out with that. And we feel like having successful youth ministry will help you help you get there with some of those things. So that's what, what this is all about and why we do what we do. So thanks for listening. And if you're new, we really are glad you're here. If you're one of our folks that's returning, man, thanks for coming back. Like Jody said, we really do appreciate y'all trusting us with your time. We don't take that. We don't take that for granted. And hopefully we're providing you with some good content that'll help, help you along the way and be encouraging. Yeah, for sure. Lots of, uh, lots of podcasts to listen to. So we're grateful that you're listening to this one. Um, If you care to know what's happening, you can, we are we are out there in the webosphere, social media stuff. Chris Trent, Jody Livingston. Although, don't expect to find a lot of youth ministry things. Nope. Disney, yes, for you. Funny, magic, funny, funny. yes, for yeah, you. Yeah. I don't do magic on Instagram, bro. Chewies, yes. Yeah. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I just post about Volkswagens, and uh, that's it. We're a little yeah. bit more than that. A lot We're of graduation stuff for me right now from my son having graduated. So that's a big deal, though. Yeah, it's a big deal. Big deal. Big deal. Yep. How's your summer going? Hey, it's so summer. We're, you know, this will be coming out in the middle of the summer. Obviously, we're recording kind of, you know, ahead of time Before to survive that. the summer. We've not been secretive about that. But that said, here's a question I'm curious. When you think about summer, Jody, what um, what has been one of the best summers that comes to mind? I know I'm putting like, you on the like spot. ever. Like well, let's think maybe in youth ministry. We'll kind of narrow it down. Oh, man. Jeez. I think, I mean, so, you know, I think youth ministry. They all tip- start to run together, right? Yeah, they all. that's what I was going to say. They all feel the same. Like I start thinking, oh, well, I can think of moments at camp that were really good. Some summers, like just man, camp was so good and mission trips are really good. And um, I, if I had to pick as, as, crazy as this sounds way back when I was first starting and didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I know a whole lot now, but, um, we, we did just kind of an impromptu trip sort of, I mean, we had a plan, but you know, we it was a smaller ministry at the time, really small. 
And so we just kind of loaded up and took off towards the mountains and um, for like a few days and a week of, of stuff. And it was, it, there wasn't a lot of pressure. I didn't feel a lot of pressure at that time and didn't, didn't know any better. Had a couple of great youth workers that we were just kind of blessed to have and um, spent some time at a cabin hanging out that my family had and then went and camped out a little and I still think about that. It was super fun. We just made up some events, that we, you know, activities that we we're going to do while we were there. And we went and explored some caves and, and did some hiking. And yeah, that's good. That's good. It was summer. good because, you know, it wasn't like over planned. It wasn't like super. I mean, it was planned, but it wasn't. There wasn't like this. Oh, man. Okay. We have to have devotion every, you know, twice a day. And we have to. We just kind of end up around a campfire every night, and sit and talk about life and Jesus. That was uh, good. What about really you? Good. Uh, you know, it's hard to it's hard to narrow down. I probably should have thought of my, about my own answer before I asked the question. But um, I, you know, what keeps popping in my mind is I I do miss the summers when my kids were younger. Yeah, my personal kids were younger, tagging along on some of those summer events. But we uh, we just had a couple summers where you know camp has just been huge and along with our our mission trip to dallas uh along with our trip with sixth graders and those were those are good man um i i like summer i it's what i i love summers in youth ministry they're busy but i love them you know they really are the time to really hang out in the midst of that typically vacation as well so lots of good I love summers in May. Yeah. I don't always love them in August. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't know. What, you, what do you mean? Like, when I'm sitting looking ahead at summer, I'm always oh, yeah, yeah. super excited for it. But by the time I get to the end of summer... Oh, yeah. You're typically worn out. Yeah, there's yeah, no I'm doubt. Ready, I'm ready for the school year. But I do... I And I do love... I'm, I'm with you, though. I, I love that season. But I, I'm glad it's just a summer. If it was all the time, I'd die. If that if that was the if you were always doing camps and always doing mission trips and always doing, yeah, that would be. But yeah, yeah, cool. summer's good. Well, uh, hopefully, a good episode. A episode based on one of our listeners today. We'll talk about that maybe in a minute. But uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, in a lot of the times this takes place in the summer, and that's mission trips. Yep. But how yep. to how to build discipleship into short-term missions, you know, both before, uh, during, after the trip. And so we're going to kind of dig into that here. Um, I'm guessing you've had some pretty awesome mission trip experiences as well. Hey, Jody. Yeah. Awesome. And not so awesome. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> yeah. Same some here. some, some really some great ones and some, some not, some not so great. And this is, this came from the podcast group. Um, this came out. We've done a few of those. This is a question that was asked there. So we yeah, a guy named uh, Josiah Holland actually sent this on the. Uh, he sent it on our page actually, but uh, Josiah asked this question. I thought it was a great idea, and it's timely in the sense that summer yeah, is whenever we for are. us. Whenever missions, we do missions at other times as well. But it's a huge part of what we we do. spring breaks. It's a huge part of for us also, but. I'm literally in the process of getting ready for 
our trip to Dallas and and it's uh it's a huge part of who we are here at my church at Johnson Ferry as well. So whenever he asked this question, I was like, Oh, this is where my heart is, man. I'd love to talk about this. So that's why we made the decision to go ahead and jump into this thing. So, yeah, super fun. I think it's going to be, I think it'll be really helpful um, for, for, especially if you've not, if you're just kind of getting started in this or you're not quite sure you've never really led a mission trip, or even if you have, but just haven't felt like you've been as intentional as maybe you need to be, hopefully today it will be um, be helpful for you. So some good things. Yeah, for I sure. think I've got some ideas that will help with that. And I think you do as well. So Yeah, cool. Uh, so great. We'll jump into that. Before we do, we want to be sure to thank our sponsors. We love these guys. Appreciate their support for the show. YM360. Uh, they actually have some great mission trip resources as well um, for you. So head over to ym360.com. Be sure to use the promo code LONGERHAUL. And you can save 20% there on everything. No, on most things. But uh, yeah, whether you're looking for curriculum for the fall or thinking through camp for next year, I know that's open now or some mission trip stuff. Those guys are great. We love them. And then also the guys down in Georgia with studentministrynetwork.com. We appreciate them. Tons of free resources and helps on there uh, as well. And so we're grateful for, for both of them and for their support and helping make the show happen. So, you ready to jump in? I am. I'm ready. Let's do this thing. All right, here we go. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. So this was one that you really, uh, man, this stood out. You jumped on this quick. You like this. Certainly something that you're you're passionate about, Big time. and uh, something you guys do. And uh, so obviously we've we've talked about missions before, and we both do tons of mission trips. But I know this is such a part of the culture of your church and your DNA. And I do know that you're you specifically are super intentional uh, when it comes to missions and and this idea. So we thought it would be fun. Um, for you to kind of talk a little bit about that and uh, and kind of maybe lead lead out um, through it and just share some of, of kind of that process and what you guys are doing and some some takeaways for some guys. Does that sound fair? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, it is something that I'm super passionate about. And I think part of it is, you know, we joke when we talk about games and stuff a lot of times, I've joked about the whole Jimmy Fallon way of doing games, you know, where it's one thing to do a game, but it's another thing to do it like Jimmy Fallon does a game, which he goes all extra mile on it and takes it to next level and does all that. And I would say that about mission trips. For me, short-term missions, it's one thing to kind of say, hey, we want to go to wherever, you know, and we do this thing and we sign up maybe even through an organization and we go, and that's the experience. But it's completely different if you want to take take and really leverage this for an overall discipleship-focused thing. And that's where you really have to ask yourself some questions like, hey, what am I going to do beforehand leading up to the trip? What am I going to do during the trip? And you got to talk about what you're going to do after the trip related to that. And then what you end up doing is you leverage the entire experience for an overall discipleship moment for, for the kids in your group. And before you know it, I really believe this. You may find yourself in a situation like, like ours, which is the main thing we do is missions. Like it is the defining moment. Matter of fact, um, we have more, more kids attend our, 
our mission trips than we do camp. Love camp, but we have more kids attend the mission trip experiences that we do than we do than we do camp. So I think the part of the reason why is because we're not just going, there's a whole process involved. So uh, what if I kind of talk about before and Jody, you just kind of jump in as we go and help me make sure I'm being clear on these things and, yeah. and then during and after. So um, here's some tips for you related to that. If you're starting to, you know, consider what I'm, what I'm saying here and maybe something you're interested in trying to be a part of. So I would say a huge part of it, if you're going on a short-term mission trip and you want to emphasize discipleship, one thing you have to do is you have to commit to meeting ahead of time, leading yes. up to leading up to the trip itself. I would say a minimum of four four meetings. Uh, I'm, and I'm not going to be legalistic about that if you decide to do three, whatever. But I think four at least maybe even six, depending on how big of a trip and how many people are going, but meeting ahead of time and then building in community in those meetings, even if it's not necessary for the trip. Now, here's what I mean by that. I think you ought to have family groups for the trip, regardless of whether or not they're necessary. You may be going somewhere where you don't have to have your kids grouped up into family groups of some type. Okay, so wait, describe when, when you say family group, for yeah. those who wouldn't know what that means, what is that? Yeah, so family group would be where you take all of your kids and you take the leaders that are going and you take that one leader and you say, okay, well, these four kids are in your group or these eight kids are in your group and y'all are going to live and breathe together on this trip. Um, we go as far, now a lot of this depends on the size of your group, right? But we go as far as saying, yeah, and on this mission trip, there's a good chance that you're not going to be with your friends in your family group. So your five or six people are going to be people that you don't really know. Now, it gets a little more complicated if you're only taking 15, and I understand that. Uh, but intentional groups that are where you're hoping that they're going to have conversations together fun together and build community together. But in the process of that, what happens is during those meetings, if you're, if you're doing things and you're giving them time together, they're going to have conversations that's going to lead to discipleship. Right. So typically what you would do, let's say you have a two hour training to get ready to go, you know, to your trip to Pittsburgh or whatever. And, you're you know that in Pittsburgh you're going to be doing backyard Bible club, so you're going to have to prepare for that. You're going to have to do some training for that, and maybe you're also going to have to sometime do some evangelism training. By the way, if you're if you're doing short term mission trips with your kids and you're not doing evangelism training, teaching them how to share the gospel, like literally have conversations with people, you're probably missing something there, you know, because. How are you going to go on a mission trip? And I mean, because kids don't know that intuitively, you know. Um, so train. So you're doing all this training, training, training. But in the and maybe you're doing even worship and maybe even a little devotional as part of that training. But having a moment where you're going to break up into your family groups and you providing some questions for them to talk about and let them pray together and experience together. That's what helps build that community. And as a result of that, discipleship takes place. Yeah, especially if you've trained those leaders. And do you give your, those leaders um, like any any kind of guidance or like a, an outline or a, 
certain thing that they're doing and following? Yeah, it depends on the meeting and what's got to happen. Because sometimes it's like you have to go through this thing, but sometimes it's, hey, talk about this around your table or talk about, you know, talk about this in your group. From more from the front. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then, okay. So bef- let, let me back up a little. So leading into the mission trip, are you doing application for students who want to go? Do you do interviews for that? Do you? Yeah, that's a so so we're we're gonna get into the weeds here for a second if we if if we're not too careful. Um, and I know that that let me say this: I understand that that varies probably with age, like junior high kids versus high school. Yeah, kids. well, no, I would say it varies with church too. And here's what I mean, and, and here's church, why I think yeah. we're getting into the weeds. But here, um, so we we take anybody and everybody on mission trips. Okay, at our yep. church. That's a philosophical decision on our part, uh, and that includes lost kids. Like we'll yeah, take a yeah. if, we, if we if we have a kid that's up front saying, "I'm just not, I just don't know." I know that sounds nuts to some people, uh, but we we really do take any and everybody now. And so I used to be of the mindset to go on a mission trip. Man, that's like the extra committed, you know, and the. Uh, and there's an application and you got to do all this stuff. First of all, if you're making them fill out applications, but you're really taking every, any, everybody anyway, don't waste people's time, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it out as a parent has to do, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I do just don't waste me as a parent who has to do the same stuff all the time. And I'm just saying, just don't waste my time with making me do stuff. I don't have to do. Um, so we, we do, we take everybody. You know, we, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Now, would that, I know your primary trip that you're talking about right now is Dallas. Would you still have that same take everybody philosophy if it was out of the country? Yeah. Okay. We would. We do. <laughs> I'm just asking because I think somebody would That's be great sitting question. here listening going, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I can see that. But if I'm taking somebody's kid out I mean. Some of the some of the biggest decisions I've ever and most life changing decisions I've ever seen kids make have been in other countries yeah. on these time yeah. trips. Yeah, I'm not about stand, there's something hope, about a senior in high school about to go off to college standing in Peru. Yeah. That guy can just wreck them in that moment yeah. and get a hold of their hearts, you know. But and we'll talk about the on the trip discipleship part of that, but it's those meetings leading up to that, all of those moments. Now, I say that I do. There is a basic expectation about, you know, you can't just sign up for the meeting and go if, or sign up for the trip and go if you're not willing to come to the meetings. Right. But even then, I kind of say, you know, well, I try to be realistic and go and just have each conversation with each. But if some kid is like, yeah, I want to go to Dallas, but I can never come to the meetings on Sunday night at all. I'm like, yeah, maybe this isn't the trip. This is not the best trip for you. And that can be hard depending on the size of your church. You know, I have the momentum of being big and lots of layers and lots of people are told no about things, you know. But again, I just am not a fan of of but this is just me and 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 I'm not saying that that it has to be this I'm just not a fan of making it out to be some exclusive 
super Christian only thing. Yeah. Uh, and I understand where it comes from. I understand well, if you're going on this trip, tell us about Jesus. You need to be walking with Jesus. I understand where that comes from, but I'm just still saying, I think, man, like, yeah. No, I get it. And I'm, I hope, you know, if you're listening, you hear, I'm not, I'm not trying to stir up something or arguing against it. I think depending on your context, and we've said this about everything, depending on your context and this, you know, that may be different for you. And and I think it's just important. I would say whatever your philosophy right now of your church is towards that, you need to, you know, have those. Yeah, you do need to match up to that. You don't need to go. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and I'm not dogging if you are in a place where there's an expectation that you only take, you know, the super committed. That's or, fine. or even if you don't agree with that and you disagree, you, that's fine. You can disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could, I mean, you'd be wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, mostly. Um, so, <laughs> <That's great. laughs> um, so funny. Uh, yeah. So that's that. I mean, just leading up to the trip, though, being intentional with that, and you could also add, add, you know, add in there a giving them maybe some quiet times to do ahead of time. You could text those out to them every day, or text them reminders. Yeah, All those that's things great. matter. No, that's super good. It's and intentional. Do, and do you have you like a, do you do like a, um, hey, side note, YM360 has a deal, a, a mission trip book. Yeah, it's good. That it, does that. That is before, during, like, and after. It's like a four week thing. I think it's two weeks, two weeks before, yeah. one week during, and one week after. It's good. It's so good. Yeah, we were just talking about that this week, actually, in the office. Um, do, and do you have like a group? like a message or a place where you stick everybody in, or is that just kind of, uh, you know, I mean, it's all over for us. It's like, you're all over the place. Yeah. Communication. I mean, you're emailing, texting, announcing the whole smack. Do you have a framework for those? You know, you're saying minimum of four. Is there like a general, okay, like you're going to cover this in the first one, this in the second, this in the third, this in the fourth. We do. Do you want to share any of that? Is it like general principle enough? It's probably too much to share right now. Um, I mean, or I, just like some, really, what are some things that like you, you, I mean, you're going to talk about obviously the work you're going to be doing. I'll, I'll give you the quick version. So, so Dallas, so it's all about where you're going, right? So sure. for us going to Dallas, Texas, we know that part of what we have to do is we have to get our kids into family groups, but they also are assigned to teams because while we're in Dallas every afternoon, we meet with Mission Arlington and we do Backyard Bible Club. They call it Rainbow Express. And at Rainbow Express, you've got to have a couple kids doing worship. You have to have a couple kids doing rec. You have to have a couple kids doing Bible study. You have to have a couple kids doing craft and memory verse. So we break our family groups. Every family group has a couple kids from each of those teams. There's a lot of words I know. Um so we train each so we train those teams in the the 3 weeks we do about 5 weeks all together but the 3 weeks is all about getting ready starting to get ready for that rainbow express we yeah. just had our fourth meeting and at our fourth meeting we did a what we call a soft run through of rainbow express where the kids started to piece together everything they had learned in their teams and the family group leaders, you know, started to script out, here's what a typical hour and a half of Rainbow Express is going to look like. Our last meeting is next Wednesday before we go on the trip, two days before we go on the trip. 
and we've been promoting this for a while. It'll be a what we're calling a a, a run like a full dress rehearsal run through, where they'll actually do a without kids present. They'll do a Rainbow Express. And they'll do run through. So there is intentionality behind each one, but it would be hard for me to tell you what ours is. I think what you have to do is you have to look at what you're going to be doing. Yeah. And you have to prepare accordingly. Now here's where it's going to get challenging. You may end up saying, well, we're, we're just going to Pittsburgh and we're not really doing a thing like that. We're serving in these food pantries in the morning and this other thing in the afternoon, this closed closet in the afternoon. And that's our mission trip. Well, it is kind of hard to spend two hours, five weeks in a row preparing for that, right? So maybe what you do is you meet an hour instead and you do four weeks and you... Yeah, you do some team building, you do some... You do team building, you work on building the heart, you know, and stuff. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, preparing them to encounter those that are... like. Yeah, I would say don't get too hung up on the how long each one is or how many days, but rather just the intentionality of... Being prepared. Meeting some before the trip to build that group so that when you, when you meet for first time to get on the bus, you've already got some, some momentum going into that trip. That's huge. Yeah. And that will help with discipleship because you're ultimately already starting to build that. Yep. If nothing else, just getting together. And I mean this seriously, if nothing else, just getting together to pray together for the trip. Absolutely. is huge, huge. And we do that every time. That's good. Okay. Okay, So so during the trip. Yeah. I was gonna say, what about during? Okay, so during the trip, you, you have to be intentional about meeting during the trip. I know you're worn out and you're tired, but you've got to have church time. An intentional moment at the end of the day where you say, we're getting back together. Now, I will say this also, Jody. I purposefully am, I try to be very careful about mixing announcements and church time together. Like, I don't want to have just a big meeting where we're talking about our strategies and admin stuff, but rather I try to, I try to say, okay, we're going to not, I need to tell you all some stuff or I'm going to save it to the end. But the main thing we're about to do is we got a guy with a guitar. We're going to sing some together. We're going to do it. We're going to do a devotional together tonight. We're going to get you in your family group. I'm going to give you some questions to talk about around in your family groups. We're going to have some share time. Hey, what's God teaching you? What do you see God doing? Jody, I'm not exaggerating. At camp and at mission trips, hands down, in my top three favorite youth ministry moments ever are those moments. Like yeah. if you say, what are, what are, I love teaching on stage on Sunday mornings. Um, that's probably in my top three as well. But leading church time at camp and at uh, mission trips, and being able to react to what I sense the spirit is doing and ask questions and getting kids to talk about that out loud. Dude, I don't know about you, but I've seen some of the coolest moments ever. Oh yeah. In those moments where kids just finally get it. It's like click. Well, well the nice thing about on a mission trip is that they're typically experiencing so many things so fast that they don't they don't always um or they're not able to always keep their guard up. Because they yeah. don't know how to process it. So it, you get a lot totally. of honest moments. So that's good. Yeah. So you do, that's in the evenings. So just meet, just make sure you're meeting and obviously have, well, I say obviously, I mean, make sure you have quiet times, make sure you have devotional times and it's easy to get busy and not make time for that. But you have to make sure you're giving them time 
to spend time in the Word every morning. And it'd yeah. be great if you could customize that. So we, we, know, and, we put together a book typically for our folks that are going like, Oh, yeah, we do as well. And so we do a couple things in that. We, you know, you put in, pictures in yours of the kids? Uh, no, but we should. That's yeah, we do, idea. dude. It's awesome, man. You, you, you put together like a little, little trip book, tour book, we call it. Uh huh. Pictures of everybody going on the trip and, uh, devotionals and, yeah, so we do schedule the schedule and things, all that stuff, man. And the schedules in there and then kind of whatever basic rules or reminders like hey, drink plenty of water today. Um and then we will we also use that we kind of leverage those morning quiet time stuff that's in there to help coach them through the day. Like we know like okay, Tuesday you're going to be tired. Wednesday you're going to be tired of everybody. You know, like you're going to be yeah, totally done. Um, day three, man. Day three is terrible. Yeah. So just uh, just reminders. Hey, listen, people are going to start getting on your nerves today. Um, or if you're out of the country and you've got kids who are going out of the country for the first time, like experiencing that culture. Um, okay. If you find yourself being really quiet and really withdrawn, like recognize that you're just, there's a lot to process. Push through that. Fight through that. Don't, don't, don't hide from it. Um, so we'll, we'll typically try to do that a little bit in those, those journals too, and then lead that into some, some time in the word for them each day. But, and then we'll say those things obviously to the group as a whole, but I've found it to be more effective. Well, it's, it's just good to double up for one, but them kind of processing that on their own has been really helpful for us. That's good. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Those books are good, man. They, that can be. And you got to, you know, you got to be smart with that, you know, and put their names on them and you'll yeah. decide whether or not you take them up each time and you need to bring some extras. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a pro tip too for quiet times. You are going to have a kid lose their quiet, lose their book. You just are. Whether that's a camp or mission trip or whatever, it's going to happen. Um, instead of fighting that too much, I would just say always have extra copies of that day's quiet time. Yeah with you so that you can just hand that out to a kid and they can still do their quiet time. You're also going to have a kid forget their Bible and you don't want them on your phone on their phone. So go ahead and have the scripture for that day on a sheet of paper on the back of that Devo as well. Yep. Um, Just super easy. So, but yeah, just meeting during the week. And then I would say this training you, making sure you and your people know because you've cast the vision that they are having intentional conversations with every kid on the trip about what's happening in their life. Yes. Yeah, that's good. But it's just as simple, simple as that, that you know you're going to be shooting to have those conversations. Hey, man, what's God teaching this week? How's your week going? Feel like God saying anything to you? You know I mean? Just being intentional about that during the trip. Love that. And then after the trip, always a bonus if that book maybe has a couple of – Maybe a week's worth of quiet times, a follow-up quiet times uh, that you put together there. You could do something like that, um, offering quiet times. But I would say this, a celebration Sunday of some type. So if you get back on a you know Friday, maybe that following Sunday in Sunday school or whatever, or whatever you have on Sunday mornings or whenever your event is, maybe it's Wednesday night, I don't know, Sunday night, who knows. Whatever you do, de- dedicating some of that time to celebrating the trip that just happened and having share time in the group. Again, it's telling the story. Now, would you open that up to anybody, or would you have certain students that you would 
Like, oh, I want those kids that didn't. I want those kids that didn't go in the room, man. Yeah, but I mean, like, I want, as far as who's yeah. sharing, are you? Do you? Are you listening from your uh, family group leaders for yeah. certain stories that you want to highlight, or are you just saying? Uh, I mean, you could do either way. Um, so, sometimes in our bigger trips where we're on stage, you know, kind of moment, yeah, we bring up a couple people, interview them. Uh, but I, I'm a big fan of doing church time, basically back home. Yeah, where you're just opening it up and seeing what God does. Cool. You got to learn how to ask good questions, though. And you yes. also have to learn how to keep them on, you know, on task, you know, keep on, on. Yeah. And also, you know, Hey, it also helps if you like use the group picture rule. Like if you want everybody to do a serious picture first, you make sure you let them know that you're also going to let them do a silly one at the end. Right. And that'll often eliminate any goofiness in the first part of the picture. Same thing with share time. If you say, Hey, we're going to start off with a, you know, a couple of fun stories. Well, something crazy to happen on the trip. Let everybody get that out of their system. And now we're talking about serious. Right. That's good. What did God teach on the trip? That's a great tip. God told me that Johnny's nuts. You know, that's not what we're doing right now. Yeah, God yeah. didn't need to tell you that. Yeah. We all so, know. Yeah. 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 You could also, though, if you didn't want to do it, you could have a, and I love our high school ministry does this with our, our spring break trip. A couple weeks after they have, they have a reunion where parents get invited. Uh, and if kids have made a decision on the trip, there's a baptism services part of that, but it's a big share time. Show the camp video or show the trip video, all that. It's good. That's good. Do yeah. you, do you, um, and again, sometimes, sometimes you can do this and sometimes you can't, um, depends on your context and where you are even, and, and really even what the work you're doing. But, do you typically take someone who's designated as like photographer, video person, if you can, or do you just compile? We try. We haven't always been successful at that because uh, the resource is not always there. Sure. Uh, and, but I would say this: uh, you, <laughs> you've got a teenager that could do it. <laughs> you know? Sure. I mean, you know, I mean, there's surely a teenager that can edit a video on an Apple product. You know, I mean, or whatever. So just to do something, oh, yeah, I think it's big. Good. That's a question I get asked a lot. So cool. Well, any, any last thoughts I mean, or obviously if you can have somebody come tell that story, it's great. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think it's a must have, but it's something yeah. to consider if you're able to would be oh, good. Heck yeah. Uh, then part of that also would be, here's what's great. Once you start building up this culture, it's not going to happen year one or two. It's going to happen year three on. Yeah. But once you start building up this culture of we meet ahead of time, we meet in family groups, you're going to start having family groups that become lifelong friends. Maybe not lifelong, but at least high school, middle school, high school friends. You know, uh, so we still have uh, family groups that, like in ninth grade, they go on a trip together. And they still get together every so often because they bonded that well. Do you um, do you try to keep those groups the same year to year? No, we mix them up every year. Every year, so it's a different every year. Yeah, okay. Because I could see them going. I want to be with my family group from last year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. Okay, yeah, not for us. Well, that's good. Fair enough. But I would just say this too, and I guess to to be super fair about this, and this just came to my mind, and this is going to sound ugh, this this may sound a little 
I hope this comes across right. I will tell you that part of this is you need to make sure you're doing good trips, though, in the first place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I hit a moment about 12 years ago, 13 years ago, where I, gosh, I want to be careful. I'm not dogging. I don't mean this to rip on anybody. This is just where I was. I got tired of taking middle school students to places so they could cut grass, pull weeds, and sort clothes and not not be in front of people. Um, I, I just, I hit a moment where I was like, man, I'm tired of taking kids and spending the resources that we're spending, doing what we're doing, and they're painting this house, and they're terrible at painting, but <laughs> we're painting this house for this widow that belongs to this church, and really her church should be doing that, actually, anyway. And at the end of that, we've not really been around any lost people all week long, and we're calling this a mission trip. I just got tired of that. So I would just say as a challenge, a potential frustrating moment here, work hard at getting your kids in front of people. Yeah. The best you can, you know, um, do block parties in apartments. Yeah. We find those are easy. Find an organization that allows you to do backyard Bible club type things somehow get in front of people uh, that that need to hear the gospel. And it's a challenge in, in the United States, but you can you can pull that off, um, you know, if you work hard at that. So, yeah, and I would, and, the and only thing the I would do say is like, make sure you work hard at it. Make sure you're doing good trips. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to put work into a mission trip. You're, you're going to get, generally, you're going to get out what you put in on that. Um, but I, I would say, and I agree, that you've got to pick good trips, but you have to start somewhere. So if you're at a place where you have no culture of missions or no culture of going on these trips, you know, maybe your ideal trip isn't your first trip, but you still got to be mindful that it's a good trip. Um, and so leverage what you can, but continue to, to work to make those deeper and get your kids out in front of people and have them sharing their faith. Cause you're, yeah. Your kids Start will do somewhere. things that your adults will never do. They're fearless, 100%. 100%. Man. 100%. And if they don't do it as a student, they'll never do it as an adult. So yeah. you, you got to get them. Got to get them serving. Got to get them out there. Yep. Cool. Any final thoughts? We wrap up here. Uh, no, I mean, I think that's kind of it. I mean, as far as the, I mean, I shared the wrap up part of that and, you know, the family groups get together, the quiet times and potential. Yeah. So I think I, you know, covered that, but, I think uh, I think it's a great question that Josiah asked, though, and I think the key is that Josiah is asking it. Yeah, which is when you're doing a mission trip, asking yourself, "How am I building discipleship into this? How am I building Jesus into this thing?" Other than the fact that we're going on a mission trip. Because man, oh man, because it's a mission trip, you actually can leverage that to ask for a little extra from people. We want you to meet and prepare to go on this trip. We have to train for it. There's just a, there's a real win there. So it's good. I love it, man. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Nah, super good. Um, Really, really practical stuff. 
for sure. So I think I think he'll be pleased. Yeah, and I hope I'm not frustrating anybody. I know I'm kind of opinionated about some of that. I hope it's not. Wait, you opinionated? No. Shut up, Jody. Never. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> so. No, I think I think it's good. And I think, you know, the big thing is to do start somewhere and work toward something and to do so intentionally and within the culture you're in and you know you can stretch and grow and over time i love what you said there you build a culture of going um and yeah you're you it gets it does get a little it gets easier over time you're not reinventing the wheel every year and you know there's an expectation there too so cool well all right well, uh, hey, thanks for thanks for tuning in and listening and hanging with us on that. If you uh, if you haven't already, make sure that you do subscribe to the show. Jump in the the podcast group, the Longer Hall uh, Facebook podcast group there with us. You can ask your questions there, like Josiah did today, and share maybe even your own thoughts or tips that you have um, going on there. Make sure to head over to ym 360com Use the promo code Longer Hall to save twenty percent and check out their all their stuff. Because, like we said, they do have they have. Some, a phenomenal resource for this specific topic um, in that. And then big shout out again to the to folks down at student ministry network in Georgia um, student ministry network.com. You can check out all the stuff they've got going on there. So I think that does it for today. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good. Thanks for, thanks cool. for jumping, listening to us. It was good. Good episode. Sweet. We'll see Bye. you guys in the next episode. Peace out later. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.